my friends. Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. My name is Francis Wesso and I am the host of this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am extremely excited about the new series we are beginning today. It is called The Traits of an Unforgettable Leader. Whether we want it or not, we are all in leadership. As you know, we do not have to lead a business or a church to be in leadership. Suppose you are a parent, you are leading your family. You might be in charge of a department at work, be a teacher leading a group of students, or might be influencing a group of friends. But no matter where you are, people are watching you and being influenced by you. Therefore, it is always good to improve our leadership skills. Last year, I read a book called Canoeing the Mountains. That inspired me to meditate on the subject of leadership. The book deals with the new challenges that leadership is and will be encountering not only in the 21st century, but also after the worldwide pandemic and its repercussions. No matter where you live, your world started dramatically changing in the spring of 2020 and is still going through growing pains as we adapt to a new reality. As a part of the Church of Jesus, you know that the way we did church 20 years ago is not the way we do church now. And unless we follow the Holy Spirit's guidance, many churches will close their doors, not because of sin, lack of finances, or because they are no longer needed. I believe that the problem that most churches will encounter is their leaders' lack of adaptability to a world that changes quickly. As leaders in the body of Christ, we need to take a moment to reflect and evaluate our work. We need to realize that our calls have not changed and will never change. We are called to preach the gospel and win the world for Christ with the gospel. Our message should not and cannot change. Jesus is still the only way to God. But our methods of presenting the gospel should evolve. I believe that now more than ever, we need to preach the Bible and show the world a church full of the power of God to heal, deliver, and transform. We need to show the world how a follower of Jesus looks, talks, and lives. Moreover, we need to do all that in an attractive and understandable way to the people around us. That, my friends, is a tall order. Since I believe that everything rises and falls on leadership, in the next few weeks I will share with you some of the traits of biblical leadership every single one of us needs to nurture to accomplish the call of God for our lives. In this series, We will analyze and learn from the leadership examples of two leaders that shaped, inspired, and led permanent change in their respective societies. In the next two months, we will study the leadership traits of two unforgettable leaders, David and Paul. So with that all said, let us begin. Before describing what makes a good leader unforgettable, we need to start with a definition of leadership. The challenge is that there are as many definitions of leadership as there are people who have defined it. According to Bill Gates, as we look ahead into the next century, leaders will be those who empower others. The American scholar Warren Bennis said leadership is the capacity to translate vision into reality. And Aristotle, the philosopher, once said, he who cannot be a good follower cannot be a good leader. While we do not have one set definition for leadership, 
the examples I just gave you paint a leader as someone who has a strong vision and or goal, knows how to motivate people around that goal, and knows who can bring their skills and qualities to the table to accomplish that goal. There has not been a better leader in history or someone who has accomplished what I just described better than Jesus Christ. Using the description of a leader I just gave you, we see that Jesus had a clear goal. He came to save the world. His definition of leadership was not authority or power, but service. In Mark 10.45, he told his disciples that he did not come to be served, but to serve. Therefore, he motivated the people around him by serving them. His leadership style, like I said, is service. He started accomplishing his goal by choosing the right group with the skills needed to change the world at that time. Jesus did not surround himself with politicians, priests, or philosophers. He chose men who spoke like the people they were trying to reach, who were willing to suffer and had the skills to survive anywhere, and who were teachable. Except Judas, the disciples did not have their own agenda. If we follow Jesus' model of leadership, the best and most practical definition of a leader is a person with a clear goal who, because he serves his followers, knows them well enough to place them in positions where their skills and qualities are needed to accomplish his goals. That is what Jesus did with his disciples. It is also what both David and Paul did to bless Israel and the church. In the next few weeks, we will discuss the traits a leader needs to have to do that. The first one on the list is the heart of a shepherd. John 10.27 tells us, My sheep listen to my voice, I know them, and they follow me. If you are going to lead a group, especially a group within the church of Jesus, you must see your people as the sheep of Christ. You have to see yourself first as a shepherd. You need to have the heart of a shepherd. Go with me to Psalms 78 and we'll read verse 72, which says, With upright heart he shepherded them and guided them with his skillful hand. David wrote this about his reign almost at the end of his life. He probably was evaluating his life and was being very honest with himself. He said, I have shepherded my people with integrity of heart. As you know, David went from the sheepfolds to the palace. Like Moses, he learned how to shepherd with little sheep. King David was a shepherd of his people, caring for, protecting, and leading them in faithfulness to the covenant he had made with God, aiming at nothing else but the glory of God and the good of the people committed to his charge. David was not a perfect man. No one is. He sinned greatly against God. But what made him an unforgettable leader and distinguished him from Saul, whom he preceded and who also sinned, was that he honestly and wholeheartedly loved his people. He loved Israel. In his youth, he killed Goliath, not for the rewards that victory over that man will give him, but because that evil man was coming against his people. His love for his people motivated him to fight. His victory was Israel's victory. The rewards and gains of his victories in battles would benefit him, but also benefit his people. Every enemy he defeated 
was one less enemy for Israel. He honestly cared for his people. The fact that he was so skillful in war did not go to his head. He saw those skills as tools, as blessings from God for his people. David had a great trust in his hands because he saw those hands, those skillful hands, as the mercy of the Lord for his people and therefore was faithful in the discharge of it. David, at his best, did his work with an upright heart. After David's death, the term shepherd was used as a title for leaders in Israel. They will call shepherds the priests, the novels, and the judges. The prophet Ezekiel looked forward to the time after the exile when God will raise his servant David, speaking about the future Messiah, who will be their shepherd, the shepherd of his people. When Jesus called himself the good shepherd in John 10, he claimed to be the long-awaited heir of David, who would guide his people perfectly. That is why King David is an unforgettable leader. He had the heart of a shepherd. Because he cared for his people, he used his considerable skills to feed and protect his people. My friend, the main reason for someone to be in leadership should be because they care for their people. Leaders who do not care for their people become tyrants. For most people in leadership who do not have a shepherd's heart, leadership becomes a significant burden, an idol, or the beginning and the end of a life of misery. Leaders who do not care for their people can cause much pain. If you are in leadership, the first step to developing a shepherd's heart is to be shepherded by the best shepherd, by the good shepherd. You need to develop a deep and prosperous relationship with Christ. Ministry, business, or the day-to-day -day life keep us so busy that it is easy to neglect our relationship with Christ. However, it is crucial that we do not allow that to happen. John 15:5 tells us, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from him, my friend, we do nothing. You need more than your gifts, talent, skills, and strength to remain effective in leadership. You will not accomplish the plan of God for your life without Christ. On the other hand, it is impossible for us not to bear much fruits if we have a strong and deep relationship with Christ, if we abide in Him. King David developed the heart of a shepherd in worship, alone with God. He developed it while he was on the field guarding his sheep and talking to God. He developed it crying out to the God that he knew in the battlefield. My friend, spend time with God. Spend time with your Creator and let Him develop the heart of a shepherd in you. All of you are in my prayers. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If our podcast has blessed you, please subscribe and promote it with your friends and family. To partner with us in ministry, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. Be blessed.